It seems like the, the league has gotten nowhere with this thing. They're back to, to square zero as they get ready to open the season. Well, I mean, we're having discussions right now uh, with uh, the players and the Players Association. We had a good discussion today uh, and hope to have some more going forward. And you know, the, the is there a sim- you're a common you're a common sense guy, and you've always been a consensus guy and a, and a consensus maker in the league. Is there a common ground here? I think so. I think I think the common ground is that we're all tired of dealing with the issue. I'm sure. And we all want to reach a, a solution that's sensitive uh, to, to all the different interests involved. Uh, I certainly want our players to stand respectfully for the anthem this year, but I also want to be sensitive to the issues that, that, that they're trying to raise awareness for. So we're having these discussions. We'll continue having the discussions, and I'm hopeful that we're going to arrive at a solution. You feel there is a solution? I think that there is, yes. Uh, I think... Um, we just need to keep communicating. I think that's the key. I think there's been some hard feelings in the past because maybe we didn't communicate as well as we should have, and I think uh, you know, we're trying to, to, to rectify that. There's almost an unfair quality to this because, first of all, the president's used it as a big bully pulpit issue, number one. Number two, the other leagues haven't had to deal with this. No, that's true. I, I just think we have to stop overreacting every time the president issues a I agree. tweet and, and just, I agree. just do what we think is in, in the best interest of the National Football League. Um, other than that, the state of the relationship between the owners and players is good, other than that one I, issue? I, I think we're in a pretty good uh, spot there. I think we've had some, some good discussions with them. Um, you know, there, there are always going to be issues that we disagree on, but I think right now the relationship is, is pretty good. I mean, you know, they have very, very good leadership, and, um, you know, with uh, DeMora Smith and Eric Winston. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm confident about where we are right now. We're talking with John Maurer, of course, as we get ready to start the uh, season uh, and get ready for another training camp and uh, a different one for you after a very tough year, a lot of tough decisions to make. New coach, uh, stayed with the quarterback, didn't draft the quarterback when a lot were available, so you had some interesting decisions to make with the team. Yeah, we sure did. I, I, if you had told me a year ago when I was sitting here with you um, that, that we were going to end up making the changes that we that we made, I, I never would have believed. Coming it. off an 11-win season, Coming a playoff year. Coming off an 11-win season, everybody predicting that we're going to go to the playoffs again, maybe even reach the Super Bowl, and then, you know, the, the bottom dropped out, and we had to make some tough decisions, and we did. But I do feel good about where we are now, about the people that we have in the building. I, th- I think we had a real productive draft there, which you should have when you're drafting at the top of the, every round. But uh, I think we've got a good group in here, and I think we're going to have a good season. You and I have both been around this league a very long time, and one thing we know is that seasons can spiral out of control no matter what your talent level is. It can (laughs) very easily – a bad season can happen very quickly in this league, and you saw one last year really spiral out of control. It really did. uh, You know, just really starting with that that game in Philadelphia where we really had the game won and just uh, let it slip away from us at the end, and we just never really recovered from that. And then – you know, of course, we had the, the perfect storm with all the injuries uh, occurring, and uh, we just couldn't get out of our own way after a while, and it just did spiral out of control. I would think there's a lot of good parts of being an owner, especially in this era uh, of what it means to own a franchise and the money and everything else and all the things. But one of the things that's got to be hard for anybody to reconcile, and I think would drive me crazy, is the injuries. I mean, the injuries just are such a big part. doesn't matter if it's baseball. Look at the Mets. I mean, it just is amazing to me how much the injuries have just 
overrun the sports. It's, it, it's become the biggest factor in sports. It's really the one thing that, that keeps me up at night and the one thing you constantly worry about because you really have no control None. over it. I mean, we've changed our uh, strength and conditioning program a few times over I'm the sure. years. And, you know, have a whole new system here in place and, and thought we were in a good place a year ago and then, then we had all those injuries. So it's just, uh, you know, I feel like we're due to have a, a good year in that regard. Uh, we're due to have some luck uh, go our way and uh, uh, hopefully that will happen. We had great participation in the off-season program, so I'm, I'm hoping that that's going to pay dividends. How is your general manager? How is he feeling? How is he uh, handling things? More importantly, how is he feeling than anything else, but how is he handling everything? I, I think he's doing great. I, I spoke to him uh, yesterday, or last evening, actually. Uh, he says he's feeling good. He was hopeful of being in here today. I don't know if he made it in. I haven't seen him. Uh, no. or, or not, but yeah. uh, you know, he's got a great uh, report from his doctors. He's in remission. And he's got to go through treatments at least uh, into September anyway. But uh, he feels very good. He's a very, very upbeat guy. And uh, he, 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 he's ready to go, I think, and he's anxious to get back to work. You took really an old-school approach to, you know, to rebuilding your franchise. You went with a guy you knew who knows his way around here. You went with a, kind of an old-line coach, an old-line general manager. You stayed the course with your quarterback. You really kind of stayed the course and went really old-school with this, with this move. Yeah, and I, I really didn't go into it, Mike, with that in mind. But, um, I mean, obviously I, I knew Dave, but I, I – you know, there's something about his philosophy in building a team, you know, getting the big people first right. and, uh, you know, having the offensive line and having the defensive line. I, that's something giant I happen to agree. Yeah, that's something I happen to agree with. And, and, and Pat Shermer, you know, with what he did with, with Minnesota's offense last year and his reputation and everything he said to us in that interview and all the people we talked to about him, I think he was the right fit for us. How much, and we're talking with John Mara as we get ready uh, for the giant practice today as the weather, bad weather starts to, uh, we knew we were going to get thunderstorms today. They've arrived early. How much, John, does the interview, is it overwhelming how much the guy has to hit the home run with the interview to get the job now in the NFL? I mean, is it, can a guy survive a bad interview and still get a job because of his credentials? I mean, or is the interview so important to getting the job? I, I would say I'm more concerned about the body of work. You are. Interview. Some guys don't interview. That's what I mean. Well, well yeah. And you have to, you know, I've been around long enough to interview enough people that I, I try to take that into account. Some it's, guys get nervous. Some, yeah, yeah and some know. guys interview very well. But, right. but then when you look at the body of work, well, right. maybe it's not quite as impressive. I gotcha. So, fortunately, in Pat's case, he, I thought he hit out of the park on, on both ends. And, uh, you know, I just think he, he fits in very well here, and he's got the right attitude, and the players will respect him. And I, I think his, his offensive qualifications, I think, are, are really unmatched. Uh, you made an interesting statement uh, just the other day uh, about Beckham. And Beckham has come in, and he's done everything right. He's done, he's told, and I've been a very severe critic of Beckham. I mean, very hard on him, as we all know. Uh, but i got to give him credit for handling everything right, and it looks like now you are ready to meet him halfway. Of course, I, I agree with that. I mean, he's acted very professionally. He has. He has. He came in here with the right attitude. We wanted him to show up at training camp, pass the physical, have the right attitude. He's done all of that. He was here when he had to be uh, during the spring. And, uh, you know, he competed very hard yesterday in practice. And, uh, you know, he's still 25 years old. And he's, he's in great shape. And, uh, you know, he just makes our team so much better. And so we're excited about having him here this year. And hopefully we'll be able to get that contract done. And, you know, some guys, the way the culture works, some guys become stars. And he became a star very young. He became a 
kind of a guy who was in that A-list very early on. And that's hard to deal with. It really is. It is hard to deal with. And people tend to judge him, you know, as if he were, you know, a 45 or 50-year-old, uh, you know, man. And he's, people forget he's 25. He, he came in. He became a star right away. Uh, became a celebrity right away. And there have been some ups and downs for him in dealing with that. But, you know, I, I, I get a chance to see him here every day. And I, I get a chance to get a, a good feel for what he's like. And uh, he is a good person. He does a lot of great things that people don't know about in the community. But uh, above all, he competes as hard as anybody uh, in this building. And he's got, you know, worlds of talent. So I'm just happy, as I said yesterday, that he's wearing blue. Was it, we're talking with John Mara, uh, was it a hard decision to uh, take the back and not look at one of these quarterbacks and look to the future? You had a quarterback here who you can win with. I, we, it's a proven commodity, and I'm a big Eli guy, so I completely agree with that uh, philosophy. But was it a tough organizational decision or an easy one? I, it, it was not an easy decision. We had hours and hours of discussion about it, about each of the quarterbacks, about some of the other uh, players that were uh, projected to go very high. And ultimately, it just came down to the fact, who's the best player on the board right now? And uh, the, the overwhelming consensus was that it, it was Barkley. And, and you know, we thought he was a, a generational a talent. That, that's a popular word that's being thrown around these days. But, right. but that's what everybody seemed to think. And not to mention the fact that he's a very mature uh, is he? Kid. Yeah, very, he really is. He, he, he handles things um, unlike, uh, you know, a lot of 21-year-olds. A lot of so talent. He and he's got enormous talent. We think he, he will he, he will be a great player for us. And, you know, coupled with the fact that we think Eli certainly has a, a lot of good football in front of him. You know, really, you're talking about a guy who could be a special talent. You really, you know, you think about, you know, guys, you, you know, dad loved like Gifford or someone like that. This guy's got an all-world talent. He's he really got a does. chance to be. He's got a chance to be special, yeah. I, I, I get as, as I said yesterday, a little nervous about anointing him too quickly, no but he, he certain, the talent is certainly there. And in addition to that, Mike, is the work ethic and, and the maturity. And, you know, it's a pretty good combination of things to have. Absolutely. I mean, it's an exciting time. And, and you know, back's a position that usually don't take that high in the draft, but this is a very complete kid. And you have a lot of explosiveness now. I mean, a lot of weapons for Eli. I see lightning come flashing across now, but I, you know, you really have an exp- could have a tremendously explosive offense. We could if, if you know people stay healthy and uh, you know our offensive line comes together, which I think it will. Uh, I think we're going to be in good shape. There. Yeah, you had you, you went and got a big block there when they told him they bringing him from we New did. England. Yeah, we did, and man. you know some people think we overpaid for him, and maybe we did, but but he's we, a left tackle though. We like what he brings uh, to this uh, team. Needed to fix the offensive line. It had. Be fixed. We certainly did, and uh, I think we took steps in that direction this past off. Seems a very solid guy. Plus, you know, comes from a place where there's a heck of a pedigree, that's for sure. That, that's true. He's got a championship uh, experience, and, uh, you know, he, it was a positional need for us, and he's got the right attitude. Mature guy. Really mature guy. I didn't realize he had a sick child, too, yeah, which was part yeah. of it. He told me the story today, which I didn't realize. I didn't. That was a big part of it. So, I mean, that'll, that'll sure uh, mature yeah. you in a hurry, too. Yeah, this guy, you know, we wanted to draft him the year he came Oh, he out. said that. Yeah, I didn't realize was, that. Yeah, he was number one on our list, and, and he went ahead of us, and and uh, you know, so we're, we're just happy to have him now. So really, so uh, so he was really a guy you really were looking at, right? Absolutely, he was he he was our guy that year. Oh wow, interesting, very interesting. Um, when you look at last year, and then you think about what this team can accomplish, did you really feel that it was not a talent issue last year, and everything just? went the wrong way, or was it a position where you, maybe you weren't as good as you thought you were? 
I think we certainly weren't as good as we thought we were going into the season. And But then you throw all the injuries that we had on top of that. Um, you know, and you have a young head coach who had not been through anything like that before. It just ended up being a perfect storm for us. And, you know, we have consistently uh, over the last few years, we, we, we haven't done enough to, to uh, shore up the offensive line. And that ended up hurting us uh, last year. And that, that's why it was a priority going into this past offseason. Not an easy thing to get rid of a coach that quickly. You know that? A guy won in his first year, too. I mean, people acted like, and I understand it got to the point where it really snowballed, and it really did. I understand things take on a life for themselves, especially in our town. But still, that's a tough decision for ownership. It was, and you know, not to mention the general manager who right. won two Super Bowls for us. And it, you know, it, it, it sickened me to have to do it, Mike, because I like both those indi- individuals very much. And obviously, Jerry had a long history here and had a lot of success here. And I mean, I was sick to my stomach over it, but I just felt like we had gotten to the point where where we had to shake things up and we had to do something drastic, and so we made the decision. See, I think, and we're talking with John Mara, I think that's what has made you guys a good franchise, uh, and I think that's what sets franchises apart. You, ha- you can't be afraid to act and act decisively when it, you know, and sometimes quickly and act decisively. Some teams let just have a habit of waiting way too long for things to fester and then they decay, and you get, you, you've always, when you see something, you're not afraid to move. Well, I mean, listen, I, I crave stability. I, I mean, I, I'd love to, you know, I look at what the Steelers have been able sure. to do. And, and you know, uh, I, so I, I hated doing what we what we did. But hey, Tom there are Coughlin times, coached there a long time. Yeah, he, you know, there are times where you just realize, um, you know, instinctively that the time is now. we got we got to make a change. No question. How do you feel about what you see right now, your product this year? You feel good? I feel good about what I see. I guess everybody does in training camp. You know, everybody thinks they're going to the playoffs when they're in training camp. Right. But uh, the key. But you've been around a long time. You know a good team when you see one, or or a group that looks like you got all the pieces in the right place. On paper, I certainly like what we have. Now we got a new staff here. You know, we got to get them to all play together and and get the most out of them. But certainly on paper, I I I like what I see. Do you feel? You know, the league has gotten uh, has had taken a lot of hits in recent years. The whole, all the sexual harassment stuff, all the violent stuff, all, now the anthem stuff. You're one of the pillars of this league. You're one of the spokesmen faces of this league. Where do you think you are right now as far as that? Do you feel like you're in a more stable place? I think we're in a more stable place. I think we're moving in the right direction. I think a lot of the pain that we've suffered over the past few years has been self-inflicted. Um, I, I think we realize that. I think we're taking steps to correct that as the thunder and lightning comes down. That's okay. Hey, listen, we got a cover. We got, we're, under, we're underneath the cover. I don't worry about that. You know, Listen, I, thunderstorms, hey, I'm a kid who grew up on the beach. Thunderstorms don't bother me. I mean, that's basically it. We're talking with John Mar. So you feel like the league from that standpoint, which has had some real public relations gaps, you feel like they're in a more stable place right I, I now. I think we're moving in the right direction for sure, Mike. I mean, obviously, you know, when you're in a league that, that is in a fishbowl like this and has this much visibility, you're always going to be a subject to some criticism. But I think I think we're trying to do the right thing. We're trying to move in the right direction. There's been a prevailing thought, John, for years and years that the NFL just is bulletproof, that it can't make mistakes, that it just can just keep churning out and making money, and the, everything goes up, and the ratings go up, and the TV contracts go up, and everything goes up. People are wondering if that has now reached the saturation point. Do you worry that it has? 
I, I don't think so. I mean, sometimes you do wonder, you, do we have too many games on TV? Is, is there oversaturation? But, listen, it's still the most popular sport by far. By a mile. Country. By a mile. And uh, I, I think that will continue to be the case. And the, the thing that I keep coming back to, Mike, is I think we have the best game. We have the most compelling game uh, on the field. Uh, that's borne out by the, by the TV ratings and by the attendance figures. Uh, we have so many great star players in this league that people want to see. Uh, I've got great coaching, uh, so I think the game is going to continue to prosper. Uh, will the kickoff live? Well, I hope so, because I would hate to see it disappear from the game. But we made some changes, obviously, this year, and uh, we'll have to see how those uh, how, how those look, because there's no question that it had been the most dangerous play in the game for, for quite some time. And you've made some changes in what you can do and can't do, and you're going to make it look more like a punt on a return. There's no question, and that might be safer. Uh, the other question is how they're going to – some of the things that are going to be legislated with, with the officials can make some hard calls now. But the other thing is, if you took the kickoff out, how would you, what would you do with onside kicks? I don't like the fourth down option. I, I think I don't it's like terrible. It. I don't like any of those options, and I'm not sure I have an answer to that question. You like, need the onside kick. I, I haven't seen an ans- uh, you know, a solution to any of those issues that I'm comfortable with, so I'm hoping that the kickoff survives. And we just we may have to just keep tinkering with it to, to try to get to a point where we feel like it's a safe enough play to leave in the game. And you've lost a lot of officials this year. You're going to have a lot of young officials, a lot of young referees, because a bunch of them went to TV and a bunch retired. So the uh, first couple of weeks – some new rules. This could be a chaotic couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be chaotic, but it'll certainly be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Give us something to yell about, owners and yes. broadcasters yes, both. For sure. Because you guys like to at least quietly get on the officials a little bit. Quietly, quietly. Well, listen, good luck this year. Thanks for a couple minutes. Thanks, Appreciate Michael. it. Good luck. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, John. You. John Mara, back after this.